Welcome to Vaginas, Vulvas, and Vibrators with Jordan Donnell. This is a safe place to learn about women's health and sexual wellness. I'm your host, Jordan Donnell, physician assistant, women's sexual health educator, and intimacy coach. On today's episode, we are talking about long-acting reversible contraceptives. By the end of this episode, you will know more about these different types of contraceptive options that are out there and when they are appropriate to use. This is our second episode in our discussion on contraceptives. Before we get started, I am super excited to announce a project I have been working on. I am now offering intimacy coaching calls. To snag your free 20-minute call to help improve your intimacy, go to intimacy.vaginasvulvasandvibrators.com. I cannot wait to connect with you. In our last episode, we were talking about um, hormonal contraceptive options, including the pills, the patch, the ring, and the shot. This time, we are talking about some other hormonal options called LARC or long acting reversible contraceptives. LARC are wonderful for women who are forgetful or those who know that they're just not responsible enough to take a hormonal option as prescribed. So when I am talking with women about birth control, many times I ask them when they are planning to have children. Is this something that you see in the immediate future, the far future, or not at all? And that helps me kind of guide them to finding the right birth control option for them. And so somebody who doesn't see children in their near future, I do encourage considering a long-acting reversible contraceptive or a LARC. Uh, They are the most effective birth control option out there. And according to the American College of OB-GYNs, LARC methods are 20 times more effective than pills, patch, or ring over time. And during the first year of use, less than 1 in 100 will get pregnant with a IUD or implant, which that's what we're going to talk more about here. So the other thing to always keep in mind is that immediately after childbirth, using a long acting reversible contraceptive is definitely an option and it can be placed right in the hospital after giving birth and they are safe for breastfeeding. So the first long acting reversible contraceptive we're going to talk about is Nexplanon. And Nexplanon is a progesterone-only flexible plastic rod that is placed under the skin in your inner upper arm. And it's approved for three years of use, which is fabulous, no daily, weekly, or even monthly maintenance. And it works by preventing ovulation, thickening the mucus of your cervix, and thinning the uterine lining. This device is placed by your medical provider, so you will need to go see um, your provider. If they don't do it, they can refer you to somebody who does. And it takes about five minutes to place at most. It's very fast. What you can kind of expect is that you numb up the area, um, make sure it's nice and numb, and then using a special inserter, you place the rod underneath the skin. Super easy. That's one of my favorite procedures to do, actually. I love placing Nexpanons. To get it removed, it's going to probably take a little bit longer, but you just place a small incision, you numb it up, place a small incision, and you take the device out. So one of the big benefits is that 
people aren't going to know that you're using this method because it's under the skin. You can feel it, but it's on that inner part of your arm. So most other people aren't going to be feeling the inner upper arm. So you can use it without others knowing, which is nice. When it comes to your periods and the next planon, it is believed that about 30% will have regular periods, 30% will have no periods, and 30% will have somewhere in between. So it's really hard to gauge what your body is going to do as far as periods go. Um, so you kind of have to anticipate all of those options. When it comes to side effects, it is believed to be weight neutral. So that is really important if you are concerned about weight gain. This method is a really good option for you. The One of the other side effects that I have seen is that an increase in acne or headaches. And at the end of the day, you know, if, if your side effect is significant and bothersome, your device can be removed, period. So you don't have to worry about, well, it's there for three years and now I got to deal with headaches for three years. If it's something that is intolerable for you, you can always have it removed. And I always make sure I let patients know that, you know, I usually have them wait three months to allow your body to adjust, but knowing that after three months, we can definitely take it out and, and I'll take it out before then too, if they have really severe um, complications or issues, but Usually it takes about three months to adjust to any method. So one of the biggest complaints I do hear with Nexplanon is unpredictable bleeding. And so if you're one of those ladies that has that somewhere in between bleeding, it can be kind of frustrating to never know, am I going to be spotting today? Am I not going to be spotting today? Am I going to have a period today or not? So that can be really frustrating for some ladies. And if that's happening, there are ways to manage that. So follow up with your provider. One of my recommendations is using ibuprofen. Because if you remember a few episodes ago, we talked about um, the prostaglandin response and ibuprofen can help reduce the bleeding. So that is a really great option. Another option that could be used is adding birth control pills or even a little bit of estrogen to help regulate the hormones. Now, remember this podcast is to raise awareness on women's health and sexual wellness and is not intended to provide medical advice. So always talk to your medical provider before trying any of the recommendations to make sure that they are appropriate for you. Now, the next type of long-acting reversible contraceptive is the IUD or the intrauterine device. There are two types of IUDs. The first one is progesterone, and the second one is copper. Now, the copper is actually a non-hormonal form of birth control. However, it fits best when talking about the other IUDs, so I want to talk about it here, and then we'll touch about it more, or a little bit again, when we talk about our non-hormonal options. But an IUD is a T-shaped device that is placed in the uterus to prevent pregnancy. IUDs prevent pregnancy differently based on what they are made out of. So if it is the copper one, the copper IUD, it's going to release ions into the uterus, making that environment not ideal for pregnancy or sperm. Now, the progesterone one is going to thicken the cervical mucus, thin the uterine lining, and possibly prevent ovulation. It's kind of like that other progesterone pills and that it's not consistent in 
preventing ovulation. So um, they don't really claim that as one of the big stakeholders in how it works. Now, the IUDs both prevent attachment of a pregnancy to the uterine wall and act as a structural barrier based on where they are placed. So they're placed right at the top of the uterine wall or the top of the uterus. And that is where typically a pregnancy is going to attach. So if you have that structural barrier right there, a pregnancy wouldn't be able to attach there. Depending on what type of IUD you get, they do last anywhere from three to 10 years. A copper IUD can also be used as a form of emergency contraceptive as well. So we're going to touch base on that in just a second. When you go to have your IUD placed, what you can expect is that it's going to be similar to a pap smear or a pelvic exam. A speculum is going to be inserted to visualize the cervix. And then using a special inserter device, it's going to be guided through your cervix and into your uterus where the device will be placed. And um, that procedure, I think it varies depending on um, your individual body as far as how long it takes. But it does take a little bit more prep than the next one on, so it's a little bit longer. To have it removed, the strings are just pulled and when I remove an IUD, a lot of times I have the ladies cough during removal and before you know it, it's out and they don't even feel it. So removing it is so much easier than having it placed. As far as periods with IUDs, those are also different based on the type of IUD that you have. So the copper IUD, your periods are typically going to be heavier and more crampier, especially during the first year. The progesterone IUDs is similar to our Nexplanon and similar to our Depot shot in that some will have periods, some won't have periods, and some will have some somewhere in between. And again, we don't know how your body is going to respond. However, if bleeding is an issue, always talk to your provider because there are options available and out there. When it comes to IUDs, the common complaints that I hear is that my partner feels the strings which that can be um, mitigated. If you go to your doctor, they can adjust the length of the strings um, to help with that. Usually they're long enough where they're going to curl right around your cervix and um, they won't be felt. But the strings do feel like fish wire. That's the best way to describe it. So um, usually your provider is going to have you feel the strings so that you know what to feel for when you're doing your, um, your string checks at home. Some of the other complaints are going to be pain. If that's happening, again, follow up with your provider because you don't want it to be painful, but if you are having some pain, follow up with them. And then bleeding and cramping are some other common complaints. With the progesterone IUD, you do see some headaches, acne, and irregular bleeding. One of the complications of an IUD to always consider is that the device can come out of the uterus and it can potentially go through the wall of the uterus. Those complications are more likely to happen when placed during childbirth. However, it does happen. I have seen it and um, it's something to be aware of, but it's a small uh, population of people that that's going to happen to. Now, there is also an increased risk of ectopic pregnancy 
in the rare event that you do get pregnant with an IUD. IUDs are wonderful for women who pregnancy is not in their near future and they require minimal maintenance. So, you know, you really, you're going to want to do your monthly strings checks. And then once yearly, you'll go into the office usually for a string check in office. And other than that, you don't have to do anything with your IUD. The copper one lasts 10 years. That's a wonderful option available for ladies who are not wanting children in the near future. Hopefully this gives you a better idea of what long-term options are available. On our next episode, we are taking a look at non-hormonal methods of birth control. I am really excited to talk to you guys about that one. So stay tuned. This podcast is sponsored by Pure Romance by Jordan Jones. Have you heard of her quarterly subscription box, The Sexy Box? The next shipment goes out September 15th. Be sure to subscribe now so you don't miss the hottest subscription box out there. Each box is valued at more than $100 and includes some of the top selling products. Check out the link in the bio to get yours today. Thank you for joining today and continuing to bring awareness to women's health. If you love the show, please subscribe so you never miss another episode and leave a review for others to see. If you want to see me on the daily, you can check out my bio for links to all my pages. Be sure to share this episode with your girlfriends. Thanks again and see you next episode.